Welcome. This is uh, Carla, the facilitator for this morning. Um, can you hear me? I just want to make sure. Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. I'm going to put you on lecture and pray in. Um, okay, it's a lot of noise, so that's really good. So I'm going to put you on lecture. So I was guided to um, read the the affirmation of the disciple, and then I'm going to pray in. It's from the Prayers to the Seven Sacred Flames Prayer Book, and this is more. This is actually <laughs> um, praying. I don't pray in. Because, I mean, I do, but it's praying. It praying is actually even if you pray in a group and pray like as as a representative of the group. I'm really praying for me. So this affirmation of the disciple, I feel I really need it. So I thought I'd share it with you because we're one. So I am a point of light within a greater light. I am a strand of loving energy within the stream of love divine. I am a point of sacrificial fire focused within the fiery will of God, and thus I stand. I strive for better understanding. Let wisdom take the place of knowledge. Let the master of my life, my God presence, throw light on others through me. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love, by turning towards the field of service. I am a messenger of love and light. I do not walk alone. I know myself as one with, in service with all great souls. A soul, I walk on earth. I represent the one. Give me your hand and tread the path with me. Let peace and love prevail on earth now and forever. So grateful. Mm, so grateful for this time to connect in, on this call with each other and share and practice. Connecting with the heart and sharing from the heart. So grateful. So grateful for this opportunity and all others provided each moment to share and to do that with, to grow. I, we are releasing all obstacles that we see, all blocks to love. Any feeling that indicate feelings indicate those blocks, and when we notice those feelings come up in our lives, we look at that block and we choose. We choose what to do. We get to choose each moment. Each moment, opportunities are offered to us to choose. We are choosing. We are. Being guided, we are connecting with ourselves, and it's representative. It's 
as we connect with each other, that also is connecting with ourselves because we are one spirit and we we are sharing all our growth, our connection with everyone because we are your one grateful that that is so grateful that no matter what I choose or what I seem to choose that is true and whatever I choose underneath of that choice is love for myself and others and as we choose again and again we are becoming we are choosing closer and closer we are more and more we are choosing that love it is always there we may not see it in our choices but that is what we are choosing amen so I'm an interactive I'm just going to request because these cell phones are so good now they pick up every nuance every little sound I've discovered so if you if something happens in your locale it brings noise to the line please mute and it's always good if you're not sharing to mute anyhow but do remember to unmute before you choose to share because I really really enjoy all your shares and I really am so interested in hearing what comes up so introduce yourself and take it away hi everybody I'm Rosemary in Lincoln California Hi, everyone. This is Jen in Atlanta. Hello, this is Courtney in Wilmington, North Carolina. Hi, this is Alexa in Los Angeles. Julie here from Portland. Hello, this is Lori from Wyoming. Hello, this is Carol from Sacramento, California. This is Isabel from Sault Ste. Marie. Thank you, that's all. So I guess... um Start sharing and connecting. Thank you. Well, I'll share. Oh, this is so terrible. I, I encourage anybody to share their 
growths and even challenges. I, I'm a third year student and this week I had an incredible challenge. I'm still challenged. And so I find that bringing it to the group, bringing it to classes, this isn't a class, but bringing it to the group, all that shared energy and compassion and of each other helps me so much. So I, I'm really wishing, I'm really wanting to share, interested in sharing that which I receive in my calls with everyone. So even if we're quiet, I'm sharing that, but it's all good. Thank you. That's my share. Uh, go ahead, Lori. Uh, you, you don't have to raise your hand, but if you, you're okay. Uh, so, go ahead. Good morning, Masterful Living Class. It's good to be here today. Um, I have to tell you that I hesitate to share because I just have been going through this move and it is taking all of my energy to stay connected to spirit at all. And um, I'm very sad about that and I'm a little um, panicked about it because I had such a spiritual growth at the beginning and now things are just so challenging. Um moved out of my home and two weeks later, it's been two weeks, uh, I, am, I have a beautiful camper to live in and I keep thinking, well, I got a home, I'm okay, but the buyer that is buying my home is um, the loan officer is taking its time and so it's taking um, another 11 days we're going to have to wait and we just found that out this week so you're just we're sitting here and we're having a, to make a mortgage payment we weren't planning on and we have um, to live in this camper in a KOA campground for another so many days and the date isn't even sure it's not sure when we're going to be able to close we're and the frustrating part for me is we're 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 set on our end so we can buy the new home but we have to sell the old home first so I am asking for prayers that I have a real big spiritual growth in this process that that I just sometimes think, okay, spirit is, this is perfect. Spirit's like, Lori, you are not ready to do that move again. I'm going to give you space and time to have you um, relax and get your body healed and spiritually reach out to me. This is a great opportunity. And when I say that, I see it. I'm like, yes, this is so true. But then my ego just takes over with the, what if the buyer really doesn't buy the house? What would I do? What if, why can't I be in this new house? I want it so badly. So I, the ego just grabs hold of me more than the spiritual self right now. And um, so I wanted to share that with the group. I was moved to share that. It's just been a challenge. And 
I don't want to go backwards. You know, Jennifer says the spiral goes up, 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 and then you have a dip in the spiral. And I am impatient. I want to be moving up that spiral. Let's do it. And so I go into my old ways of being. That's where I'm at, guys. That that reminds me of that sounds like this is Jenny Shapes in Atlanta. Oh my gosh, thank you for that chair. That just sounds like a lot about what I've been going through too with um trying to heal this relationship with my mother. Um and it's not going to be just my mother that I heal the relationship with. It's gonna be everyone in my family. But um but sometimes, you know, with this uh, you know, putting the 100% faith and then the ego, I'll wake up and, you know, there was a time, there was a period of time when I would wake up and the first thing, I would be so delighted. I'd have the biggest smile on my face from ear to ear and I would say, good morning, I am that I am. Good morning, I am that I am. I am so grateful. I am so happy. And I would go through every I am that I am. <laughs> and then I would go through that for a period of time and then all of a sudden, I would start waking up like this had happened recently, and I would just, all of a sudden, these attack thoughts would come into my mind. Or I would go out and I would be walking my dog, and I would suddenly start to think attack thoughts. And it's it's hard to understand why that spiral is happening. And, uh, yeah, so I guess my point is is that I'm right there with you. <laughs> And, uh, and, and I feel it. And, um, I listen, I finally, I, I finally went on to the, um, podcast and found A Course in Miracles. And I, my prayer partner, Christy Calvez, um, has really kind of opened my eyes to what A Course in Miracles is really all about. And I'm so excited. I'm really going to start studying that. But I listened to Jennifer's class called Healing Special Relationships and, Oh my goodness, there was so much in that class that when I decided to just follow her words, I feel like I'm back on the top of the spiral again. And, uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Thank you for that share, Jenny. That's beautiful. That just is beautiful. It sounds, sounds like you are at the top of that spiral. Your, your Facebook posts are always so, inspiring and it's just enjoyable so enjoyable to read you've got your energy is very positive and that's something that i love to do too is positive but boy when i get in these downers it is it's very very tough for me to have a positive thought or a positive you know i was writing i did a forgiveness letter today i did the journal i did my intentions and you know just keep doing the work right right just keep doing the work Yeah, I'm do, doing the work, and I, I, I don't know why I get ADD, but and sometimes when I'm in one of those slumps, and it finally, boom, the thought finally occurs to me how to get myself out of it. I think to myself, why did it just take almost 18 hours, almost 24 hours, for me to remember how to get myself out of it? 
it's just like training the mind, right? You just, mm. you, have, you know, you just have to really be, okay, that's ego, get out. You know, let, let, you know, Holy Spirit take this thought away from me. I never want to think it again. And then go for the spiritual um, qualities. Maybe that's what I should be doing too, is just look at the spiritual qualities every single day because those are the things that I want. And I'm sure that you do too. The spiritual quality, that's fantastic. Good. I will do that today. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you as well. Hi, this is Courtney from Wilmington, North Carolina. And um, thank you all for your shares so far. Um, I can completely relate with all of them and just feel like this week for myself and for pretty much everybody I know has been just so challenging um, and I had shared last week about some bed bug issues and I actually found out um, maybe three days after that like because I kept getting bit that I kind of searched myself and I found some. So I have been dealing with bed bugs in my room for the last... Courtney, I'm going to interrupt you. Can you move the phone a little bit away from your mouth, maybe, because you're coming through the store. I think it would be easier for people to hear you if you... Oh, okay. Is this better? Yes. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt. Yes, I... I didn't hear anything. I missed all of that. Should I start over? <laughs> Could you? <laughs> sure. Um, I was just saying that um, this week has been super challenging for um, pretty for myself and pretty much everybody that I know. And um, I had shared last week on the call um, about some bed bug issues and. I thought that I didn't have them, but on further inspection a few days later, because I was still getting bit, I found a couple. And so that has been really challenging, and I feel for everybody who's, like, moving houses and stuff like that, because even though I'm not moving houses, I've had to completely dismantle my whole bedroom, everything, um, wash and dry everything and bag everything. There's literally nothing in my room now. And um, it's kind of funny because this, the lessons that I'm getting from this bed bug issue is um, that, like, I've been hiding as well as, you know, because these bed bugs, they hide. You know, I can't see them. They're They're not visible. And um, I realized how much, like, I've been hiding, you know, just in my room or in inside of myself, like, not willing to kind of share myself with others, the kind of, it's kind of like an emotional hoarding in a way. Um, so this, like, cleansing and purging of my room, um, where I've literally had to clean every crack and crevice, you know, it's just funny because it's like, look inside yourself and look at all the cracks and crevices you have where all the fear resides, you know, and I just feel like even though this is not a desirable thing and, you know, I don't even really like telling people about it because I feel like there's 
stigma and stuff like that around it. But um, I'm kind of willing to just share it with you all and expand out of that space of hiding. And I've had a, a lot of creative breakthroughs as well from doing this kind of cleansing and rearranging. And I've had to uh, let go of some stuff in my room as well, which you know, it's okay. I feel like it makes a lot of space for um, other things to come in. And, um, yeah, so I just, I feel like it is an expansion for me, even though it's it's quite uncomfortable. Um, and the weird thing is, is that, like, I sort of like my room with, like, nothing in it. <laughs> like, like, I look around, there's nothing. It looks like, you know, there's nothing in the drawers, nothing in the closet, nothing on the walls. You know, really nothing. I, and I sort of like the just enjoying the empty space inside of it. So um, I don't really know what that's all about. Maybe just decluttering my life. But um, that happened. And also another thing happened with, um, there's a guy I've been seeing for maybe three or four months now. And um, I'm not really sure what's going on in the relationship, but I do feel like, you know, I can feel those special relationship moments coming up in inside of me where I'm, like, wanting something from him, like, um, I don't know, like, anything, compliments or just for him to call me more or, or something like that, you know, like, I'm wanting to feel special, basically. And um, I kind of sat down with it and was feeling sad and down, and I was uh, not really knowing how to soothe myself. I was kind of fearful and anxious, and um, a lot of times at that moment I'll try to, you know, maybe contact that person or something. But this time I tried to just stay within myself and... um, I tried to give myself what I was wanting to receive from somebody else. So I sat down at the computer and I wrote myself a love letter, (laughs) which is kind of funny, but it was actually really sad to do, um, to tell you the truth. I was, like, crying. It was was really sad to sit there and, and write yourself a love letter. And I guess maybe some of that stems from... Um, feelings of unworthiness or or something like that. Um, so still Can I say something really of, quick? What's that? Can I say something really quick about that? Sure. Um, yeah, um, this is Anand. I just, I just entered the call and I heard what you were saying. And I've been doing a lot of things where I go into the mirror and I just tell myself that I love myself by looking, I look, in, I look at myself in the eyes and I say, I love you. And I, I, it's actually, it takes a while to start to really understand that you actually do love yourself. Like, I, and I, I, I want, I want you to know that because the thing of it is, is that, um, I didn't realize how much self-hatred that we have actually. Um, and it's kind of scary when you begin the process of examining that about the things that we don't like about ourselves and then, and, and then, realizing that we we, we don't like ourselves for some reason. But then over time, once we go, you know what? I love you anyway. You know, I love you. I love, 
I love being alive and I love myself, you know, and and that I'm able to say that now with some conviction, you know, and, and you can probably hear it in my voice. Um, and I just want you to know that you did the right thing to write yourself a love letter because the thing is that you do love yourself and that's why you wrote it. It might have seemed sad that, oh, you know, why am I writing myself a love letter? What what would other people think of this? That's why it seems sad because it seems like, well, what would other people think of me writing a love letter to myself? Like it seems like I, I don't really love myself. That's why I'm doing this. But the thing is you're doing it because you do love yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. So I just want you to know that you're doing a good thing and you do love yourself and as you come to realize that you love yourself you'll be able to spread your love more effectively to other people and help them more and you will find great great gratification and satisfaction from it yeah i totally agree i felt so much better after i did it um and i think for me um I wasn't really judging myself on what other people would think, but I just realized how much damage I have done to myself in the past and how much mm. um, forgiveness work that I have to do around that because mm. I'm the only one who has been as mean to myself as I have been. Mm. 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 Well, I want you to know also that remember that 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 – Whatever lack of love that you have shown to yourself is not really who you are, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, and mm -hmm. I take a lot of, like, yeah, it makes sense, right? Because, like, the thing is that that's what it says in the Course, of course, is, is that it says that any lack of love that you show to yourself or to others or that others have shown to you, none of those things really affect you, actually. They don't really affect you, like the real you. So there's this idea that we have that we are this negative person. We, 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 we're like, oh, you know, I said this thing to myself in the past. I did this thing to others in the past, or I said this thing to myself in the past. But the past doesn't really exist. The past doesn't really exist. Only the present moment really exists. So that doesn't – all that stuff that you've done, that you think that you've done to yourself, you've never really done to yourself because you – who you really are is beyond that. It's beyond that. And you will get to that point where you're where you're able to be like clear of that, clear of it, free of it. And you'll feel so much and I think maybe that's why you're enjoying the emptiness of your room. Because the uncluttering of your mind is like symbolic of coming more into a place of purity, sanity, cleanliness, um, all those things. And that's that's freeing your mind of the clutter. So I'm just I'm just I'm just talking to support you. Um, I, I, that's that's my only purpose in saying all these things. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I agree. Thanks. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, and that's all I really had to share. So thank you all for listening. Courtney, this is Lori, and I just wanted to tell you that that is remarkable. That is awesome. My um, twin sister had bed bugs several years ago, and. It was so, it felt like to her like it was a violation. It just, she had to do the same thing you did. She had to do it about two or three times. She had some fumigators come in and and um, get rid of them finally. And uh, it just, every time she thinks she was done, she would have another bite on her, you know, the three bites or whatever the symptoms are. 
So it was really, really a challenge. It was a really big emotional challenge for her. So bless you, and I will pray for you. That is really um, neat that you're having some breakthroughs and able to write letters and love letters to yourself, et cetera. It's really super, and um, there's nothing to be shamed, ashamed about, you know, with bug bites they, or bed bugs. They are... They are what they are, and they come from somewhere else. They, you know, you can sleep in a hotel room and get a bed bug, and and then carry it home, and it just is, boy, just kind of the luck of the draw. So, you know, just just uh, hang in there. Hey, Courtney, I'm curious. This is Jenny Shakes again. Did you by chance recently do any work on? Um willingness to forget the past or um, to leave the past behind or I'm willing to let go. Oh, I'm, always doing, I'm always doing work like that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I almost wonder if that's, if that's, that's what that is manifesting itself is just a way for you to clear out that clutter and get rid of stuff that yeah, never. That's amazing. <laughs> Good work. Um, hi, this is Alexa. <clears throat> Beautiful shares, everyone. And um, kind of along the lines of what you were just saying, Jenny, it's, um, I- I'm just hearing so much symbolism with the 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 clearing out and the bed bugs and the and then Lori you sharing with the annoyance and the and and the coming back up and the references to the spirals it's it's such a beautiful thing to see that you know at, at some point we all kind of come back into this spiral this one mindedness we all see this uprise and and there are good <clears throat> excuse me good um this feeling of goodness and then this feeling of oh this isn't good but um really just remembering that we have to um see the that that contrast um Jennifer had mentioned this to me yesterday and just the contrast of it is what heals us and that's what helps us to learn and that's what helps us to grow and what helps us to uh, essentially and you know it i would say eventually but it it happens in an instant it it's what helps us to ascend and to awaken and it's the whole like seeing it again until you can start to see it without uh, this is a bad time or this is something that i should be judging right now or oh i thought i was over this and oh i thought you know like oh i was so happy and then what did i do wrong there is no wrong. It's just just keeps coming back up. It just comes back up until we have the indifference, until we have that moment of this isn't this isn't real. This is no big deal, you know. Um, so I just <laughs> coming on my mind. Got it. Hold on to it. Oh, hold on to it. Gotta hold on to it. Hold on to it. Get it. Alexa, that was awesome. Thank you very much. That that is. Exactly. You hit it on the nail where it's something that I have to go through, others have to go through their thing so that we can finally get to that aha moment where we know that, you know, where it's challenging us enough 
prodding us enough that we build onto that spiral again and move up again. Thank you so much for that share. It was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's so helpful to hear though. Everyone, it's just it's just so beautiful that we're all. I feel it. I can I can hear it. I feel it, especially when I'm not having the best of, you know, what I think is oh this is a good day. It's like well there it's that's not the point. I'm still feeling like there's a good and a bad. You know? so, um, it's just it's really it's uh, it's such a beautiful thing to to hear and to feel and to see that there is a progression, though we may not always see it. It's um, it's, those, it's the baby steps. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's hard for me a lot is to this idea of going beyond the idea of good and bad. And I think that, to tell you the truth, I feel like existence is happening. It's happening. It's a happening. Like, it's things are just happening. And I think that whether we get in the way of that or whether we allow that is really all that matters. Because once we allow existence to be existence, I feel like we'll learn to go with that flow. And that flow can only lead us in the right place. And I think that gaining that understanding that that flow is good is what it's all about. It's it's all about learning to trust the flow of life. And that life is bigger than the small self. Life is much bigger than the small self. And And life can prove to you whatever you want it to prove to you. But ultimately, if you hold on to that faith and if you hold on to that trust, we'll see that whatever is happening is for our own good. And because there's a line in The Course in Miracles that says, what could one what could one, but not accept? If, what could you but not accept if you only knew that all events, past, present, and those yet to come, have been plan, have been gently planned for you by the one whose only purpose is your good. And so everything is happening for our good. And even if something seems like it's bad, it's actually happening for our good. So we don't have to worry about whether things are good or bad because they are good. The thing is that they are good. And that's what's what's hard for me is a lot of times it's like, well, you know, we're like, oh, you know, I got to stop judging things. There's no good or there's no no bad. The truth is, I'm starting to believe the truth is not that there isn't good or bad, that it's actually good, and we just have to relax because it is good. It is good. And so we don't have to label it as good because if we label it, we again constrain the experience. We constrain it. And so if we want to open up and we want to be feeling freer, then we, we mustn't constrain that goodness in our body because it's not part of the body it's part of the flow of life it's like a river a river flows so fast and so strong that literally like you it'll just move stuff like that's existence that's the energy of existence it's powerful it's powerful but where does the river go it goes to the ocean and so it becomes tranquil when it reaches the big mass of water what would you call the ocean which is such a massive mass of water so big, so large, so deep, and we are a part of that. We are part of that depth of the ocean, and that depth that we are is is who we are. We we are that deep, and um, 
I think that takes a lot of trust is to be like, okay, I'm just a human being. I'm just in this body. That's what we feel like. I'm just in this body. But at the same time, I'm as deep as the ocean. And I have the ability to understand all things that are true, but I will never have the ability to understand something that isn't true. And I think that that's where the confusion is because we're like, oh, you know, this this thing doesn't seem true. And we, we start to learn that, oh, you know, matter isn't really, like, it's, it's just waves of light or it's just particle. But then we have to trust that it's all good. We have to trust that it's all good. We go, oh, you know, this is just the material. This isn't real. But then we go, but it's for our good. Whatever happens is for our good. So I, I just, I, I go through a lot of these different cycles in my mind where I start to feel like nothing really matters. And in a sense, it doesn't really matter. But the thing is, I want things to matter because I want to be good. I want good things to happen. But I don't need to worry so much because it's already good. It's already good. Whatever needs to happen is going to happen. And I just, it's my conviction, it's my understanding, it's my will that everything is going to be good. And so as our will gets aligned with the cosmic will, you know, we will automatically flow. And we're experiencing that already with this class because we're doing the tools that show us that. We're doing those tools that show us, and we all know we've all had experiences of miracles. We've all had these experiences of miracles. We've all had experiences where things have turned out better than we expected it to. And so it showed us that we were wrong about something, you know. If some, if we expect something to be bad, but it turns out to be good, that's kind of like a miracle, you know. So we've seen miracles. And we've seen higher level miracles where we wanted something to happen a certain way, and it did happen that way. And we were like, wow, that's awesome. That felt really good. But now we try to force it. We try to force these things to happen, and they don't happen by force. Um, they have, they, they, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. I just, I kind of went on a bit of a monologue there. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just so many different things, you know, and I, I just, I'm, I'm glad I got the chance to connect to you guys. I almost didn't join in today, and I haven't. Um, I've been going up and down a lot, a lot of ups and downs, because I feel like I just make the wrong choices again and again. And um, I'm. I, I made a decision this past weekend. I, I, I went out and I drank, um, and I ate a bunch of pizza and I ate a bunch of popcorn. And I was at a bar and I was having a really good time and I had fun. And I was trying to, you know, be spiritual about my fun, even though I was at a bar doing trivia contests. And um, it was re- it was kind of hard, but at the same time, we, everybody had a really good time. The intention was good when we went in. Everything was fun. But I had I had been struggling with wanting to give up drinking. And so then next morning I woke up and I felt terrible. I felt terrible the next morning. And I, I felt... I was like, oh, man, this is really bad. And then I've had all these weird experiences over the last couple of days where I've been around people who don't exactly talk about the truth. They they make up stuff. They make up stuff. And I'm around people who I like them and I know that they're good people. I, I know that. But at the same time, I'm starting to realize that I don't need to be around them because it's not in my best interest. So I told my wife, I'm like, you know what, it's a closed group now. It's a closed group. I'm only going to be around people I trust. And I'm only going to be around people who are talking about spirituality and who are following these spiritual things because I want – it's for my own benefit. It's for my own benefit because I don't want to be in a situation where people are making shit up. 
sorry to use the word shit, but you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't want to be in that place anymore. I don't, I don't want to be in, in that kind of environment because it doesn't, it, it ultimately, like having people around you who will embrace the truth and tell you what's really going on is such a great benefit to the mind. Because if we don't know what's going on, we start to freak out and we start to make things up that aren't true. And that's where the tools help. The tools help us realize, well, this is true or this isn't true. But it can get so confusing sometimes what is real and what isn't real because we want so much, you know, that sometimes we create all these different illusions within illusions. We feel like we just can't get out of them. And then we're like, wait a second, they're just illusions. They're not really real. So it, it doesn't really matter. It's all good. So there you have it. That was my little two cents. Three cents. I'll give it three cents or four cents. Maybe four cents worth. What was that? Is that like a foghorn or something? Something. <laughs> Is that Carla? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Well, I don't know who that was, but I'm, I just wanted to say that I muted out Barbara because there was some background noise there. So if you want to speak, you need to unmute yourself. Uh, is it star six? Star seven? Star, yeah, star seven. Anand, that is really great that you brought up the good and the bad and then Alexa as well because that's, Oh, that is just so right on when we're labeling and that this is good, this is bad. Like right now with me waiting for my home, this is bad. I've made it as bad. And so now with the conversation that you just had, um, then I can bring it back and just it is what it is and it's all for the higher good and I will concentrate on that. I'll take that on. That's perfect and I do I'm so grateful that you um, mentioned that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, definitely. And what Alexa Alexa's been saying, too, is just, um, sorry, Alexa, um, sorry, it, it just, Yes, so true, and, um, you know, just the whole kind of agreeing, I mean, if you're, if you're willing, and this is what I'm learning, too, if, if you say that you are willing to sit back and let God do God's work, let the higher Holy Spirit self make the right choices so attractive that you have that those are the ones that you pick, and you just sit back and you agree to, to be willing to sit back and let your life unfold before you. Then it does in those moments. It's amazing. It's just truly amazing. As long as 
Like, I know for me, my big struggle is just that, well, it has been. It, lately, I've been doing a lot of affirmations on it. I, I'm willing I'm willing to let God do the heavy lifting. I'm willing to stop meddling. And that, that's been my biggest thing. And, and if, if people reflect us back to us, my biggest, biggest issue pinpointed with my mother, um, with everybody, everybody in the family is that if things are good, she doesn't know how to not meddle. So she, you know, she offers it up. She always says, oh, I'm just going to offer it up. But then she goes and meddles. And that's the thing that I've been finally able to put a label to it is that that's what her behavior is doing. So she's taking a relationship and she's meddling with it. And I realize that is just reflecting me back to me because I do the same thing. And so I am willing to not meddle in what God is designing and creating for me. I'm willing to just sit back and learn the lesson and be amazed by the decision that God makes for me. And that that's what gets me through those tough times. Yeah, I really feel like um, I have a trouble with I'm, – I'm a meddler. <laughs> I'm definitely a meddler. I want to get in there and figure things out and figure out what the answer is and try to make things better and – this and that and then when there's a conflict I jump in and I try to solve the conflict and I try to get in there but I'm like oh wait 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 conflict is meaningless okay that ends the conflict because <laughs> there's no conflict uh, in God's eyes there's no conflict so if I'm in conflict then what's the point but the thing is like with um with other people, it's like there's there's this energy in a conflict. There's an energy. This is kind of like a debate, the debate energy. Like if I debate through this, if I talk it out, if I talk it out and work it out, then it'll be worked out and it'll be fine. Everything will be good. But the truth is that everything's already good, so I don't need to work it out. Like I'm stuck at a certain base level where I'm not able to go out of it into a higher level of like a aha, more aha moments or more peace and love and joy and bliss and all these things that I, I want to be in because I'm still stuck in the meddling phase. Like as soon as something happens with somebody, it's, it's like I'm so used to the certain patterns unfolding again and again and again and again where I'm afraid to pick up my wife from work because I'm afraid we're going to get into a fight. I'm afraid of what I'm going to think because I think the wrong things. You know, and I've had these wrong thoughts over and over again that now I suppress them. I just suppress them. I don't want to let them out of the system. I don't want to let them out of my mind because they're hurtful. They're hurtful words, hurtful thoughts. And so what Jennifer said was really helpful. She said, if you have these thoughts, just say, I'm not interested in these thoughts anymore. I'm not interested in you anymore. Or I'm not, I'm just not interested anymore. And she really pointed out to me that that was what was going on was that I was actually um, interested in these judgmental thoughts. I was interested in them. And that interest in them is coming from me. It's not coming from somebody else. It's not coming from some cosmic sort of, um, some cosmic power that's trying to pull me down or like the devil or this or that. No, it's coming from me. And I have to take ownership of that, you know, and be like, wait a second. I'm not interested in that thought anymore. 
And the more I show a lack of interest to those thoughts, the less those thoughts are going to come up. And it has happened that way. But at first, it seems kind of like a letdown because there's a part of me that wants the conflict. There's a part of me that wants – The Course in Miracles says that, that the ego, the last thing the ego wants is peace because if the ego had peace, it wouldn't exist anymore. So the ego does everything it can do to get you out of peace, which seems totally ridiculous because it is ridiculous. Like, why would you go against peace? If you had peace, why would you go against it? It doesn't make sense because the ego doesn't make sense. So now, like, if I'm in a conflict or whatever, a lot of times I'll just walk out. I'll just, I'll simply walk out. I'll be like, I don't want to be here anymore, and I'll just leave. And nobody can do anything about it. I just leave. I just say, you know what, I don't want to be part of this anymore. I'm just leaving, and I'm done. I'm out. And nobody can do anything. Nobody stops me. And I can just go do whatever else I want to do. Because taking the higher choice, God supports it. If you take the higher choice and you say, I'm going to, I'm going to follow what God has said for me to do. If God has said the conflict is meaningless and I can walk out of a conflict, there is going to be no repercussions because I'm doing God's will. And God will make sure that everybody acts accordingly. I've seen it happen. God takes care of it. When you follow what God wants you to do, God takes care of everything. And I believe that with all my heart. That judging has been happening to me, too, where I have seen, I hear my judgment so clearly right now. Everything I am thinking, I'm judging, and um, I have been mad at myself. I'm angry. I'm angry that I am still a judger, and I want those thoughts to get behind me, and I don't want to be a judger. But I think the best that I could do today is just to be knowing that the judger is the bad and good. So if I can just let it go, let it be, that's what I'm going to concentrate on. Instead of being mad at myself for being the judger, I'm just going to just release it, release it to the higher Holy Spirit self, and then um, not label it as a bad or a good of anything in, in life. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to work on it. I am willing. I am willing to release all judgments today. Yes. Yeah, and it, and it comes back to mind always when we get into this. It's we're, this is the unwinding. This is part of the spiral again. But it's the I don't know what this is for, <laughs> you know, over and over. Like I do not know, but I'm willing to. And it's it's such a peaceful place to be when you when you don't have to label or you don't feel that that, that there's a do or a don't even, <laughs> right? don't don't and all the words kind of subside and you just go into a state of willingness complete willingness and and um that's where the answers start to just slowly filter in again the holy spirit answers (laughs) yes yes the holy spirit's answers yes they come in they do 
they do come in. And willingness, a little willingness goes a long way. <laughs> just a little willingness. Just be willing. Just be like, hey, I am willing. I am willing. And then, boom, you know, the Holy Spirit comes in. It's just, it's that simple. It's just the willingness. He's just waiting for the willingness, the true willingness. And it's, it is as simple as a little willingness, but it needs to be true willingness, you know. A lot of times we're like, I'm willing, but, uh, I'm not really willing. <laughs> um, but if we go, you know, I, I am, I am willing. I sincerely am willing to know the answer. Well, then we'll get the answer. We will. It's just a willingness. It's just, it's actual, true, sincere willingness. And, when you have that sincerity, when you have that true willingness, God will certainly give us the answer that we need to hear. And when God answers, when the Holy Spirit answers, he answers for all time. So write it down. Write down what God told you. And then be like, when you go back off track, come back to that answer. Because he answered for all time. You know? We come to this place of peace, and that's all we really need. And we could just sit in this peace forever. <laughs> it's so, so nice. <laughs> it's a really nice place to be. So I'm I'm really grateful that we have this group to be able to share with and people who are on the path together. It's a tremendous thing. It's no, it's no small task. And I feel really grateful that we have this group of people who are willing and who have, have been doing the spiritual work and who are doing this work. It's something it's something to feel good about. It's something people may not see it in the world. People may not maybe they do, maybe they don't. See sometimes one of the one of the challenges that I've had is that I've done a lot of spiritual work in my life. So I've I have a fair amount of spiritual pride. I have a fair amount of not just pride, but kind of like a a little bit of an ego problem where I'm like I'm doing all this stuff, but you guys don't see that I'm doing that. Not you guys as in this group, but, like, in my life. Like, yeah, I did this meditation, but I don't get any credit for it. But you're not doing it for credit. <laughs> you're not doing it for credit. And that's the thing is we want the credit, but we're not going to get credit for it because we're doing it to release ourselves from these patterns, these patterns of inhibition and these patterns of, um, lack and attack and all these things. That's what the fruit is. The fruit is freedom. The fruit is bliss. The fruit is tranquility. The fruit is joy. That's the fruit. The fruit are the spiritual qualities. That's the fruit. But are we going to get praise from other people? I don't know. Maybe we'll get praise. Maybe we won't. Because that's not what it's about. The ego wants praise. That's what the ego wants. It wants praise. But if we are on a path where we're trying to go beyond the ego guess what? We might not get praise. So that's that's like a bummer. That's a big bummer. Oh, I'm going to do all this stuff and not get praised for it? Well, I'll praise you guys. <laughs> you're doing an awesome job, man. Like you're doing a great job doing this stuff. And it's, 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 it's sort of a thankless job, but at the same time, it's the most thankful job. It's the when you start getting people's gratitude and people will thank you for being like, hey, thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for, for listening to all my drivel, all my 
whatever I've been laying on you and whatever I've been talking about, thank you for listening. Because there comes a point in your life that, for me, what's come to, to, be, to be is that there's a point where it's like I'll call up people to talk to and they won't answer me anymore. They just won't answer the phone. And I don't know why. But if I ask them, if I, if I text them and say, hey, I need your help, they, they, they do answer back. They do. So I'm thankful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that when I need help, that there's people to help me. When I ask for help, there's people who who give me help. And I'm grateful for the fact that sometimes I'm able to give help. Maybe not all the time, but... And that's something I've been struggling with. Maybe some of you guys have something to say about this, is that they say that to help other people first, you have to be able to be uh, helping yourself. And so I keep trying to help people so that I'll feel better. You know, and I do. I do, I do, I do that, like, very intentionally and purposely. Like, I'll put bird feeder in the, I'll put seed bird feed in the bird feeder so that I get birds, so that I can see the birds and be like, oh, that's really cool. Look at that bird. And um, I feel like I'm helping the birds, but at the same time, it's very hard for me to actually be helpful. And I don't know what that's about. And I don't know whether I need to know what that's about. And I don't, people are telling me, they're like, hey, you know, you need to help yourself first. And I'm like, well, I get help by other people helping me. And so, I'm stuck in this loop, this spiral, and I don't know if anybody has anything to say about that. I know we're almost out of time, but I'm just thinking of that, yeah, that giving to get, but just the fact that you're aware of it is hmm. proof in itself and to remember that it's just it is all one what you know everything that we are teaching supposedly you know the teacher and the student it's just always equal what we say we most need to hear what we what we learn what we teach it's the same and it's and it's to remember that everything that we hear is always for us and it's not intended for anyone else. And so everyone shared today, I, I just want to say thank you. Um, and I would love to put out a prayer for all of us this week that we all we all hear openly and willingly and, and just know that we are exactly where we need to be right now. And in all of that, we are in divine love and peace. Amen. Amen. Hi, this is... Oh, go ahead. This is Christy, and I was just going to say, I know we're reaching the top of the hour, but um, just listening to this discussion today made me realize that really the greatest act of self-love and the greatest act of giving to yourself and anyone else um, is just, and I know Jennifer says this again and again, but no judgments, no opinions. Um, just being able to not have to figure everything out, not put yourself in the seat of the judge or the jury, um, and just giving yourself a complete mental break. And Anon summed it up brilliantly just by saying, we don't have to label it. 
good or bad. It's all good. And for for me personally, just being able to say, it's not my job to figure this out. It's not my job to figure out what I'm supposed to do, where, be, say, have. There is an infinite wisdom that actually already knows that stuff. And every time I try to interfere, every time I jam the signal, I create chaos and misery for myself. And I'm creating chaos and misery for the one mind, the collective consciousness. So the biggest gift is just saying, okay, I'm, it's, it's antithetical and counterintuitive to everything that our world teaches us. Everything that's on the media, all the self-help, all the personal development, all the books, webinars, magazines, but it's actually the only answer that brings that kind of deep, true peace. It's like this warm river of, like, that, oh, oh, my gosh, I get it. I, it's that feeling of total contentment be taken care of, and maybe we had it as little children, and I, I think often of what Jesus says in the um, Bible, or what's attributed to him, as, as having said, which is, you know, be like little kids, be like little children, you don't need to know the answer, and I'm taking care of you, I got you, and so I was just thinking about that as being a huge gift of self-love, so I just wanted to share that, thanks. Thank you. Hi, this is Rosemary, and I just want to thank you all. This has been the most amazing call. I cannot believe how wonderful uh, this discussion has been and how uh, marvelous all of you are. And uh, I just thank you all for being willing to share. And uh, I'm really not only grateful, but I'm really impressed with all of you. Thank you. Thank you. We're kind of a little over time. But I think the Christie that just spoke maybe is the one that wrote in the nod. You're an amazing light. Thank you for sharing all this wisdom and insight. You know, you have a wonderful way of teaching. And Pam wrote in, I really enjoyed the foghorn laughter. <laughs> it is so <laughs> releasing just to laugh. <laughs> and, um, I just want to um, say, um, if anybody has a, uh, uh, we're three minutes over, but if anybody has some quick uh, prayer requests. Um, I have a prayer request that um, that uh, we all experience the peace that we are um, and that through that peace that maybe we can um we can have other experiences but let us let us uh, let us enjoy and drink from the water of peace and that's that's my prayer request if you can sum sum that up in your own words Okay, last chance for prayer requests. I'll wait 10 more seconds. Okay. I don't know if that's 10 seconds. <laughs> but, uh, but I do want to say that 
uh, it's amazing this call. And so I, I just want to say that I, I signed up like 10 days ago to facilitate this call and I have no idea why I did it. And now I know why because I really, really needed to hear this stuff. I really encourage everybody to listen again to the call because you've all been such amazing teachers who spoke and uh, and all the rest who didn't speak you are adding your energy to all this call and all the speakers so you I thank you as well so um uh I was going to offer <laughs> pulling out but she left um so I'll just um, quickly pray out because we're over time. Um, wow. So grateful. So grateful that we are our best teachers when we listen to ourselves. Even when we don't listen to ourselves, we can we we see and hear and so grateful that no matter what we choose in the moment, our I am presence is always there for us. God is always there for us, and we each are all there for each other. So grateful that what is true, what is happening, is for our highest and best. No matter what we think, and we are releasing our ideas, our own judgments, our blocks to learning from what is happening, our blocks, our resistance, we are allowing, we are allowing, we are letting in, we are letting the light arise that is already within us. That is our teacher, that we are our teachers. We are letting it, we are allowing it to not only fill us in the spaces that seem like we're choosing badly or where we're feeling lack, we are going to allow that to arise. We are letting it come into our everyday choices, the way we see ourselves and the way we see our, our the world and everyone else in the world, grateful that that, that is happening, we are allowing that and we are allowing that more and more each day, it's every resistance that we see it is actually allowing that more because we see that resistance and eventually we are letting it go. We are becoming our true divinity. We are becoming, we are connecting more and more with our divine blueprint of who we are designed to be in this world, in this life. In our lives, thank you, self, grateful, 
just feeling that gratitude welling up for this call, which is an example of us because we are one. We are one and we are sharing that with everyone. And this call was a true example of that happening in real life. Thank you all. Amen. 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 Have a have a listen again. I encourage you. This this has been so healing. I feel it. It'll be so healing. Amen. I love you all. God bless the bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Carla. Bed bugs. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Bye, everybody. I love that nobody. I need to speak up. I didn't start the recording. Oh, my God. So this recording will still be on there. I just will have the 15 minutes before or after. So I'm releasing that fear that just swelled up really quickly. So thank you all. Anyway, it's nice. Nobody wants to hang up. I think that's lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll just hang out all day. We'll just just have a chat all day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It would be worth it, really. <laughs> I think it might. <laughs> I think it really might. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Getting back into the world where we have to put on the show. <laughs> uh but it's okay, it's good. We can we can take this light that we've gotten from today and carry it with us in a bright way. How about that? Huh? Take the light and let it shine. Okay. Thank you all. All All blessings. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. The moderator has left the conference.